And it's kind of hurting me right now <laughs> that, that it maybe not being weaponized by social uh, justice warriors, but definitely weaponized by capital in the way that, you know, uh, they've weaponized things like ethical artificial intelligence and responsible uh, AI and on all these other sort of terms that say, look, we are doing this incredibly immoral or unethical or destabilizing thing, but with a checklist and a checkboard that we have ready to let you know that we're doing it good and that you have nothing to worry about. I mean, this is, it just sounds, this sounds a bit insane. You know, it makes me like, I remember when he went on his rant about it, he talked about how Exxon Mobil was rated top 10 best in the world for, for ESG. And he was ranting about this because Tesla didn't make the list. And I mean, yeah, no shit. Tesla didn't make the list. I mean, well in that framing, he might have been like, you know, look, like we're, you know, we we only have like one apartheid floor. You know, there's only one part of our factory that's deeply racist, but the rest of it is environmentally sustainable in terms of our production. Like, what, what's what's the issue? But what you're unveiling here sounds like a pretty horrifying uh, deployment or weaponization of it in the name of sanif- of making a uh, sanitizing and beautifying. Uh, and rationalizing investment in something or or creating a secondary market for appraisers and raiders to then say, look, like if you come to us, we'll make you like super desirable and super investable and super attractive to capital that's now on a kick about sustainability and, and social impact and clear governance structures. It is very funny that this is like, uh, this is all like ESG is also at the heart of why, uh, like, like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio and these people like are, are railing against woke capitalism. Oh my it's God. It's all about this is ESG. What you're describing is also, to me is not woke. <laughs> no, it's, it's hilarious because like the, the, the ESG people like, uh, Raiders, uh, and, and the, you know, BlackRock and these companies that are like pushing ESG have shot themselves in the, in the foot because like on one hand, they are explicitly, explicitly, uh, ESG is about making capitalism sustainable, right? Like, the founder and president of, of MSCI and the guy who's like, you know, at the forefront of Henry Fernandez is his name. And he's at the forefront of like this kind of rebranding towards ESG, the push towards ESG. Uh, he was on uh, CSNBC's Squawk on the Street, right? Which is like one of these like investment sports shows with like ESPN style, like panelists and stuff uh, talking about, you know, kind of mad money shit, right? Like one of these panel shows. But anyways, he was on, uh, uh, on uh, CSNBC talking about ESG investing. And he just says out of nowhere um, to the host, by the way, we're doing this to protect capitalism. Otherwise, government intervention is going to come. Socialist ideas are going to come. Uh, it is 100% a defense of the free enterprise capitalistic system and has nothing to do with, you know, socialism or zealousness or any of that. Like, he's just out here saying that explicitly. Like, you, you know, the, the creator of ESG is like... Uh, this is all about making capitalism sustainable, protecting it against the uh, uh, the scourge of socialism. Um, and yet, uh, because like 
the you know the 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 republican culture warriors have fallen for the same marketing that was intended to trick all the other people uh into thinking they were doing green investing when what they were doing was making capitalism more sustainable they have fallen for that same marketing and have levied these so these like so stupid and asinine criticisms of woke capitalism, which is also what like you know Elon Musk is talking about when he's talking about these social justice war, you know these you know fake phony social justice warriors and stuff at BlackRock. Which is, it's so fucking hilarious that they have absolutely shot themselves in the foot because now because they are all they are the target of of everybody now they're the target of the right wing mm-hmm. culture warriors who think they are out here doing like you know bleeding heart liberal uh green peace nature loving you know uh, uh anti capitalism when in reality what they are doing uh, you know it's like Larry Fink and Henry Fernandez need to like sit down with like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio and be like yo, you fucking, you're blowing up our spot. Like we were trying to keep this system running. We're trying to keep it profitable. We're trying to keep it going in the face of like, you know, climate change and government intervention. Like we are trying to, this is some market. Like you fucking fools. You're, you're, you're throwing our schemes in jeopardy. (laughs) There's no safety valve. I think like, it's also really like, you know, the, in these in these days of late capitalism or whatever we want to call it, you know, um, one of the most dynamic parts or most interesting parts is how often attempts to like institute reforms that might make capitalism keep chugging along, and instead of cannibalizing other sectors, preserve them, ensure that there's you know enough money for workers, uh, for citizens, uh, for people who live in the country, you know, instead of ensuring that they, you know it's health, they're healthy enough, ensuring that they have jobs or housing or food, just like slowly but surely eating into that so that the profits can be expanded or so that they can increase leverage for other sectors of of their patrons or you know uh political coalition so that um that are more interested in just making an outright profit right instead of stabilizing the whole system because it would make like why would you not for example uh pursue certain reforms that or maybe I'll give a concrete example that's not ESG related, right? One thing is antitrust. A lot of firms are very loud and insistent that there's no need to regulate them because uh, doing so maybe will undermine their ability to provide a good or service at scale or because of a national security concern, right? Or that the competitors are nowhere near as good as them. And so they block it outright. And and it's only relatively recently that they've instead started doing concessions that don't really undermine their ability to dominate markets, but instead just allow them to like take a less profit from developers on an app store. Right. Or, or, or just like not being as free to steal ideas from startups that come to them with pitches, uh, hoping to get funding from them or to get acquired from them later on. Right. And instead of just agreeing to very simple, sensible, uh, we, you know, uh, lukewarm, reforms that don't actually change the structure they open themselves up to critiques now that propose changing the whole political economy because they're resisting the basic reforms but no one cares about that because they're just interested in supporting whoever their media you know bases or because they're just like you know a very uh, a flesh glove for whatever you know fist of capital is up their ass you know and using them to thrash against anything that looks like an obstacle to profit 